Hello, podcast listeners. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 3, senior year, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And I'm Tyler. And today we're talking about Minute 53 of High School Musical 3, senior year. Minute 53 starts out with Troy and Gabriella singing, There's Nothing We Can't Do, and ends with Sharpay saying, Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Condra, Troy's got a green thumb. Quite literally. Yes. And a green palm. <laughs> and then there's some white paint over the the green palm. Yeah, so as we briefly mentioned in the last minute, he's sort of grabbed onto this green... Um, Trellis? Ladder? It's, it's, yeah, it's like a ladder thing. It's supposed to be a treehouse, which... Is it supposed to be like his treehouse from his backyard? That doesn't make sense with Gabriella's balcony, though. Maybe they're combining locations... You know what? Both of these spots are cute and have history with Troy and Gabrielle. Let's make them one. Yeah, it's like when you're writing a book, you like combine elements of places. Or like a painting, sometimes you do that. Like, oh, I want to take this this window angle, but instead of looking out at a tree, you're looking out at the sunrise, which I'm imagining is coming from this location. Yeah, all right, that makes sense. Yeah, but the paint is still wet. The paint is still wet. There's literally a sign on it that says wet paint. And Troy doesn't care. He grabs onto it and climbs up. So he's got a green thumb, which I say is a pun because he he's, all, he's, he's also involved in the gardening club in some way. Yeah, it's very unclear if he just like uses their space and they enjoy that he enjoys it. So <laughs> they they're, give him flowers they're like, sometimes. It's a wild Troy in his natural habitat. <laughs> He's so peaceful here. It's beautiful to see nature. There we see. <laughs> so as he, he then grabs onto the white paint, getting the green paint onto the freshly painted rail that we just saw York painting in the last couple minutes. And the white paint onto his hand. Yeah. So now he's double layered. So now he's got some light green on his hand. Yeah. <laughs> and then Gabriella increases it by painting his neck. Yeah, Which so as, weird. as they're doing their little dance choreography, like, he's, like, holding his hands up to her, like, I'm gonna but get I it on you. you, and then she, like, sort of sassily bends over, picks up the brush from the can that Yort was working with, and dabs his neck with it real quick. Yeah. Which is cute. It, it would be a cute thing to do, like, if they weren't in the middle of a rehearsal. Like, if this was a Troy and Gabriella scene and they were on Gabriella's balcony... Or something had been freshly painted, and yeah. Then I would I would be into it. Like this is a rehearsal. They are. This is not are, what you're gonna do during the real show. But the thing is, they are theater kids now, and I have a sinking suspicion this is what theater kids do, though. Yes, maybe. Like you get a little bit bit of paint on someone, like if you're sort of flirtatiously painting next to them, but they're rehearsing their musical number while people are painting, which one seems like bad planning. Like the, well, these, yes, these, everything about this is bad. <laughs> these things should have not overlapped. But it is still kind of cute that they're they're having a good time, and people are starting to get into it. They're like <laughs> watching them through the windows of Gabriella's bedroom because that's what they are. Like it's her her balcony door that they're all looking through, looking out to Troy and Gabriella. Yeah, Troy and Gabriella are dancing. On the balcony. Which, and they're doing the stuff that they wouldn't do during the show. 
And that raises the question, what are the people behind them supposed to be doing? Is there some supposed to be some sort of like abstract background dance going on? I don't think so. I think people are just rehearsing like the prom dance and stuff because their dancing didn't seem to quite fit in with the 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 like the song and the rhythm and stuff. Plus, Ryan is focused on Troy and Gabriella and not on the background people. He's giving them advice to, like, hop over a little bit at each other, which is a pretty cute, like, Gabriella thinks it's ridiculous, though. She gives <laughs> another eye roll. Yeah, so when they're on the balcony, they're both sort of facing out towards the crowd, and they're both sort of hopping in one step at a time closer to each other. That is the choreography that they're doing during this part of the and, song. And Ryan is instructing them while standing behind them and they have to keep turning their heads over their shoulder to see like what he's motioning which is a very weird like ryan could be standing you know in front of the stage well in this instance what's interesting is that he's standing like five or six feet behind them when you would expect him to be standing like maybe directly behind them right mm-hmm. next to them yeah because it's a rehearsal what does it matter he d- <laughs> little does he know there's a camera watching and he's stood in the exact perfect spot where we have our lead actors in the foreground and him in the background creating a dynamic camera shot. Whoa. <laughs> and I also enjoy the pan over to Chad we get too in this where he's got two painted teardrops. Like he's still wearing the clown suit, which we could see in a previous minute, but we didn't realize he had makeup on his face uh, for these fun little... He's a sad clown. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. So... <laughs> We've got the background dancers. We've got Troy and Gabriella. Chad is sort of an afterthought. We, we don't check in with him until even after the song is over, mostly. Mm-hmm. What I was going to say about the background dancers is, and basically everyone else sort of backstage working on the show, is they all come and start peeking through the windows at Troy and Gabriella. It creates this interesting effect of, like, privacy versus... Spectacle? spectacle i was gonna say publicity but that's not a word (laughs) Um, publicity is not quite the right word either um for troy and gabriella's relationship in general but also like in the play it's sort of an interesting idea of it like you have if there was a situation where these background dancers were sort of like non-diegetically dancing along to the song which is something that happens sometimes in a play is right Two people will be singing, and then there's also just background dancers also dancing because it's a big song and expressing the emotion between two characters by having like other dancers go on in the background. Like their love is so great that other people are, are inspired to yeah. dance. Yeah, and then and then you have this sort of like diegetic where everyone like stops feeling that emotion and starts just become so moved that they just want to look at them. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting in this version of the senior year play if a bunch of people came and looked through a window at Troy and Gabriella. But then the implication they're looking from inside Gabriella's bedroom, which yeah. is weird. It gives a it gives a David Bowie labyrinth kind of vibe yeah. of all the goblins like Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> should we should we jump out and grab them? <laughs> <laughs> I think though it's a really fun moment. I think whatever this scene is in the play just brings joy into into the scene. Like, who knows what else is happening in this play, obviously, other than a prom sequence. But this is like a... It, it's a teen love song. Well, it's interesting, you know, in the, in the context of rehearsing for a play, how often do you get a situation where it's like, 
these people are rehearsing this song so well that everyone else is like, whoa, (laughs) this is good. Yeah. Which just means that when there's an audience there who hasn't heard the song over and over again, they're going to be really knocked off their feet. Yeah. Yeah, it, it creates for an interesting possibility. One wonders if we'll ever, you know, see the song performed in this movie as if it were in front of an audience. Who can say? I like how Troy and Gabriella take all of their moments, any remote in the public, as if they have an audience. They're like, oh, we're around people. People are going to look at us because of who we are. (laughs) Early celebrity training, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, I guess maybe later on we'll get a scene of the like the play going on because the Juilliard people have to show up mm-hmm. and like judge the play. And this is Troy's moment to be judged. Well, when the play goes on, yeah. And Ryan and Sharpay and Kelsey's. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, there's a lot of judging that can happen with, uh, other than Sharpay, like Kelsey's songwriting, Ryan's choreography. And, and- Ryan on stage. Well, Ryan is not on stage during this. I'm specifically talking about this scene, that this is a... There's a lot of people involved in this one particular scene. Oh, yeah. But when the Juilliard people come, yeah, it's going to be weird. They're going to be looking at at everybody. Look, But also trying to look just at Troy, consider just Kelsey's work, consider Ryan's onstage presence, plus his choreography. Like, how much do they know that... I assume they're going to look at the little playbill and be like, oh, he's the choreographer. Well, it'd be interesting, too, if if Troy does the dancing badly. To mess up Ryan? Not on purpose, but, like, if the people watching were like, well, the idea of the choreography was good. He just wasn't doing it. <laughs> I know, yeah. There is that component of, like, oh, you trained on non-dancing people. To do this choreography. It was fine. <laughs> I guess you're working with what you got, but... Sharpay is more likely to be the one who messes up Ryan's chances. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Sharpay is cutthroat right now. <laughs> yeah. Th- so the song ends and people are like, aww, and little applause and um, stuff. Well, Kelsey like bursts out into a, yeah, a round a of applause. Big grin, so excited for her OTP, dancing out her fanfic song. I mean, I think she's just happy that the song she wrote sounds good when being performed. Well, this is not the first time they've performed it, too. Like, because she says we'll run it again. Well, we don't know if it's again, again, or this is the first time. This this might be the first time they've run it with full choreography. Yeah. And not just Troy and Gabriella standing next to a piano or just standing on stage singing. Yeah. Which is what I'm assuming is like, this isn't like, it may be their first run through with choreo, but. In classic high school musical fashion, there's a moment where Troy sort of like picks up and swings Gabriella around in a circle. Yeah. He has to be careful not to get paint on her though. And I do appreciate like he locks his hands in a very <laughs> particular way so he doesn't get paint on her. And when he does the twirl at the end, she's grabbing just like his pinky. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that. I did not. What I was going to say is that Gabriella stops lip syncing the, the words to the song, even though Vanessa Hudgens' voice can be heard. Mm. So it's a classic, like, Vanessa Hudgens 
has a difficult bit of choreography to do and thus does not lip sync while doing it. Yeah, which is fair. Like, it's not a Broadway performance. She's yeah. still young. One would have to really nitpick this movie in order to notice it. Hmm. Um, but then, yeah, when the song ends, Ryan says something along the lines of, wow, it'd be a pity to follow follow up this song. And Kelsey's like, I believe that's you, Mr. Choreographer. It's a little forced. I guess Ryan was setting up that joke. But, like, also bringing the attention to himself. Like, oh, who could be so good that could follow that act? And I'm dying to know what is, like, I know I want it or want it all or whatever it was called. I want it all. Yeah. I think it's just called I want it, though isn't part of the play, but I just imagine them doing that after. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes very little sense, but also could work. Ryan, in a very theater kid way, gives a compliment that also sets himself up for success. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) True colors there, You were great, but I could beat it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know who's just as good, if not better than you? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's interesting is that, like, Ryan sets himself up for the for like the you know the self plug, but Kelsey thinks she's picking on him, but she's actually just feeding into the. Well, he did ask her to prom, and she's all Twitter pattered. Twitter pated. Pretty sure in Bambi they say Twitter patter, which um, is where I know the word from. Well, I know the word from a random bare naked lady song, which is the only other known use of the word. Twitter pated in the sense of um, pated coming from the Latin patior, meaning to, to experience or suffer, in the same sense of passion. Okay. Um, which morphologically makes sense for me. Yeah. It's Twitter pattered, as in like the pitter patter of a heart. Yeah. It's like a little, I don't know. Twitter pated makes sense. It's. Not the end of the world. Discourse over a word that has two two widely known uses. Widely known. I put in air quotes. One widely known use. And then a creative use in a song. But I think... Yeah, I think she's doing it kindly and, like, feeding into him definitely more so than, like, a jest. I think sometimes someone just says something and you just, like, you, you say the response... Regardless of what it's actually coming out as, like your yeah, intention. yeah, like sometimes someone says I'm hungry and you say Hi, hungry, yeah, I'm, I'm dad. dad, and you're just not you're not like doing the joke, you're just saying it because that's what comes next. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah, the song ends. I again, I'm conflicted about how we're supposed to react to the presence of the song at this point in the movie. If this is the song that was supposed to mean something, right? It's the song that Sharpay's been trying to steal. Yeah, that is kind of weird that, like, this is the big bad. Or, not the big bad, but, like, this is the, kind of the MacGuffin of this part of the movie. As it were. And there's no follow-up in terms of, like... I mean, yes, everyone's been enjoying the song. They're saying, like, they, they seem to be really impressed by it. But it's not like the movie stops on a dime to be like, that was the moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's there's just, no big swell. There's no... Like, epic camera movement yeah. or, you know, um, dimming of the lights to imply, like, the, the world's a stage in this moment. Yeah. But... And, yeah. 
but people seem to enjoy it. Kelsey's very proud of the performance. and <laughs> Well, Darvis so proud that she wants them to do it again. Yeah, Darvis doesn't say anything either. We've seen Darvis watching, and Darvis has no notes. <laughs> Her notes would be, good song, good choreography. Thumbs up. We all know she's a lackluster director now. But she's not present in this moment. This is a moment of peers and celebration, although recognition that it's <laughs> You also- sound like you're giving a wedding speech. This is a moment of peers and celebration. <laughs> Drunkenness. <laughs> but... Kelsey is being realistic still. Like she's like, okay, yeah, we we've done it once. Maybe we need to work on your climbing over chairs. Like I could totally see her. Let's do it again. Let's not ruin any of the paint on set. Thank you. <laughs> Let's not try and kill the director. He wasn't trying to kill her. He very he could have done anything, and he chose to go over Darvis. I'm not. I'm not saying it wouldn't be first degree murder. No, but, like, it's... It would be, like, third or manslaughter. <laughs> Director slaughter. Darvis slaughter? Fair enough. There's there's a title for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Ryan agrees with Kelsey that to take five only when Sharpay barks at him. <laughs> I, th- that's an appropriate use of the word. The problem with take five is that it's, it's never, never going to be five. It's not five. It's never going to be five. It's just take a break. But it's the theater term. So maybe some people actually are strict on the timer. I can imagine Fosse was like, stop watching it. <laughs> well, it's it's the expectation. Is is everyone going to be standing exactly where they need to be when that when that 300 seconds has elapsed? Or is it going to be everyone's going to be back in the room but not necessarily set up and ready to go when that five minutes is over. Yeah. That's where the like the hard line is. That is true. Yeah. Like the expectation of, okay, we're going to be ready to go on this mark in five minutes or, and where they don't say that, I'm going to guess it's just be, be ready for whatever in five minutes. And where a lot of the folks aren't involved in this scene, presumably, like they could still keep doing the nonsense they're doing behind the door. Yeah, and it's not like a 15-minute break at work where you're like, okay, I'm going to be back on the sales floor in 15 minutes, or I'm going to be walking out of the break room in 15 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, the expectations are a little different than some more real-world situations. <laughs> so, yeah. Sharpay dramatically um, moves a curtain and, and appears in the background of the scene, which was a good uh, like camera angle direction choice. Mm-hmm. She spontaneously appears, and Ryan goes over and talks to her. And Sharpay is asking about the acquisition of the song yet. Which is, again, so weird, because she just heard the song. So what is left to... She needs the sheet music so she can bring it to her arranger, and they could change it. That is what our headcanon is, but the movie has has not elaborated on this at all. I would assume she needs music to rehearse, though. Like, the sheet music to rehearse. As much as you listen to it, like... What I'm saying is the cat's out of the bag. Yeah. Like, like what can she do now that they've already learned and rehearsed the song? If she starts doing it, it's going to be obvious. 
her only chance is like the first movie to try to like replace Gabriella. Mm. But for some reason, Tiara Gold is doing this in this movie where like she's the understudy. Like <laughs> the wires have been crossed a little bit. <laughs> Simpler. <laughs> Occam's razor, people. I don't think Tiara Gold, though, is necessarily a factor in this part of it. Like, Sharpay isn't thinking of Tiara as an understudy when she's trying to take the big song. Because presumably this is, like, the defying gravity of the play. Like, (laughs) not to say it's a Dina Menzel performance, but... Well, this is the thing with musicals and... And what appears to be with Kelsey musicals, too, is she doesn't exactly write plot songs. No. She writes, let's lavish in this single emotion for a beat songs, which is fine. It's a very valid um, a way to express emotion in a musical. And the good musicals do both. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she doesn't seem to write like the, well, I guess the getting ready for prom song was one. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's getting better. Okay. Because, yeah, definitely in Twinkletown, well, presumably she didn't write, well, she wrote some of Twinkletown. She wrote all of Twinkletown? I don't know. Can you, like, get, like, can you get, like, a script for a play that that you then write the music for? I I guess. I guess that's how. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's how Wicked happened. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess that's, like, a plot that already exists. And they put music to it, yeah. But Twinkletown seems like a, like an arbitrary Broadway Hollywood plot. Anyway. Yeah. So yes, Sharpay wants a copy of the music, apparently a physical copy. Sure. She loves her printing. <laughs> <laughs> um Can you get a scan of it? Fax me the copy. Oh my god. If she said fax me the copy, I think I think I'd I think I'd lose all respect of Sharpay there. <laughs> Faxing still useful in the 21st century. I stand by it. I stand by the fax machine. I need VHS players and fax machines in my life. I respectfully disagree. (laughs) What do you know about maintaining physical media? Nothing. Excuse me. How many DVDs a day do you clean? (laughs) it's fine i'm not having flashbacks or anything anyways sharpay is disheartened that ryan has yet to acquire the music but is excited by the prospect of him taking her to prom yeah well he gives her the bad news and the good news he says well, I didn't get the music yet, but I am, I am taking her to prom. And he seems to he's want... He's excited. He wants the genuine excitement out of Sharpay, as in he's excited to, to go to prom with Kelsey. Kelsey. Not, but I did the next part of your plan. Yeah. But Sharpay's but reaction... interpreting it like, oh, thank you for following my plan. Well, no, because she says like, great, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. She makes it sound like he improvised that part of the plan, but it was... Her she initial part of the did it, but I don't think she necessarily absorbed that she's like take her to prom because remember it was so like offhand like just take her to prom. Yeah, I suppose. Well, that's kind of where the minute ends. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know yeah. what else. Yeah. Uh, Ryan's got a bunch of he's got polka dots and argyle. 
on and Sharpay's got a really cool hairstyle here. I really like we haven't really seen her slicked all the way back her hair all the way back with like the braids and it's down and it's very striking. She she's got a cool look in this scene. Yeah I'm looking at her hair. It doesn't look like crazy special but um like the the curly long hair is nice. When you say Ryan's wearing Argyle and polka dots he's wearing like an undershirt collar that's popping out of a sweater. And then he's got some stripies on his hat, too. Like, he's got a lot going on. Yeah, but it's working. It's it's blues and dark blues and white in an effective way. He's got stripes on his pants, too. He's a stripey fool. I think those are just the creases of his pants. No. Pat, there's definitely a pattern on his pants. Tyler doesn't agree with me, but I, I think it is. It's like reverse corduroy, or like other direction corduroy, where corduroy goes up and down. Like side to side. I don't see it. Anyway. Well, until next time, <laughs> you can find us on social media at Amateur Nerds on Instagram. Or at Wildcat Minute on Tumblr. You can send us an email to amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know your favorite pattern. Stripes, polka dots. Checkered. Corduroy. Plaid. Paisley. Argyle. I'm out. Paisley was my deep cut. Floral? Hawaiian? Uh, is Hawaiian a pattern? Hawaiian's a vibe, I guess. Not yeah. really a... All right. Rainbow? All right. Again, not a pattern. Color scheme, I suppose. Yeah. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our music man, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I have been Condra. And I've been Tyler. We'll see you next time to find out. What's going to happen next in the movie? We're kind of at a a pause here. You can bet on it.